0: voice assistants are susceptible to silent cyber attacks if they're, if they're already in your house using a, a voice command that you can't hear isn't that kind of the bigger problem that they're already in the house the call is
1: literally coming from inside the house yeah yeah I think so <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 you already have a problem leave me alone Jill out. this is Sergeant Sacker listen to me we've traced the call it's coming from inside the house
0: we talk hacking voice assistants, talking less, and Amazon's map view. All this and more on this episode of Resi Week. This is Resi Week, episode 406. Talk Less is More. Welcome to this episode of Resi Week. This is your weekly round of all the latest news and stories for the residential AV industry. I'm your host, Matt D. Scott for TV. And this week I'm pleased to be joined by two of my good friends. First, we have Seth Johnson, he is a software development manager. Over at Black Wire Design, how you doing, Seth? Doing great. Thanks for having me back. Thank you for being here. Then we have Frank Santos. He's the director of training over at Vanco. How you doing, Frank?
2: I'm doing well. Short week, so it's a great week. It is a short week.
0: Don't tell anyone, <laughs> but I'm taking off Thursday and Friday too. We'll do. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be great. The uh, we'll somehow have to bootleg the the parade as we always do because I'm, I'm close to Detroit, so they always air the Detroit parade, which is good. I'm sorry. Yes. Um, <laughs> but my wife is from New York. So the thought of not watching the Macy's parade doesn't happen. Doesn't work. Yeah. No. And then we watch football and
2: oh, no, you're talking good
0: to go. All right, gentlemen, let's kick this off. First of all, uh, happy Thanksgiving to any of the Americans that are watching and happy Wednesday and not holiday week to everybody else. Uh, <laughs> let's kick this off with a story that comes to us from CE pro. Voice assistants are susceptible to silent cyber attacks. Uh, This comes to us from a couple of researchers where the voice assistants can get uh, voice commands in frequencies that are outside the range of human hearing. Uh, A couple of people did a a bunch of studies uh, digging into this, um, trying to determine whether you could deliver a security-related command in the 16 to 22 kilohertz uh, frequency range, which is something that most humans, and by most, I mean like all humans, can't hear at all. Um, this affected Alexa, Google Nest Mini, Apple HomeKit, uh, et cetera, as they went through this. Of course, the concern is security and all those other things. Seth, let me <laughs> let me start with you on this one. I I low-key kind of love this just because it's ridiculous. Um, and I always wonder who has the time to figure this out. Um, my question is, is this an actual threat or is this just like a interesting thing that they've discovered? Like if they're, if they're already in your house using a, uh, a voice command that you can't hear, isn't that kind of the bigger problem that they're already in the house? the call is
1: literally coming from inside the house yeah yeah i think so <laughs> it's, 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 you already have a problem uh i, I it, it's very it's a very it's an interesting novelty i guess um but most of these voice assistant things uh, especially alexa will um execute a man but then they will say oh by the way so all of a sudden you're gonna have all these ads coming at you from alexa going oh by the way did you know I can also turn on the light over here? Wait a minute. Why are you unlocking my door? Why I didn't I didn't issue a command and somebody's walking through your house with some kind of complicated stereo system thing they're holding under their coat or something. I don't know how this would work exactly, but it seems like um they were able to get it's just a research paper that was published about yeah. this and then they they issued a CVE on it, which means it was just, it does have security implica- implications maybe. But I just I think if somebody's already inside your house, um, these frequencies are high enough that I think like drywall windows and that kind of thing may be an issue as well. Yeah. Um but if you leave your windows open and they have, you know, a few thousand dollars in this high-end audio equipment that they can use. I mean, why don't why don't they take the brick off the ground and smash it through your window and just get in? But they could do that too, but they would probably just say, hack the Alexa and, and open your garage door that way. I, I don't I don't know. I don't think this is this is one of those things that people really over the security on these things i get there's Mm -hmm. there's good thing to have protection but this is one of those things it's just a little overblown if you ask me
0: well it it made me want to as i'm trying to dig it up right now um see what like the frequency response on the speakers on like a standard tv is i'm I'm fairly positive it does not go that high but off the top of my head i can't remember um frank where do we (laughs) And this comes up every time a security related question to any of the smart assistants comes up. But where do we land on like our industry's responsibility for securing, you know, like a $50 Alexa in a home against, in this sense, essentially ultrasonic commands?
2: Well, let me first off by saying I, I chuckled reading this article because as I was reading it, uh, my wife tells me I am hard of hearing, and I call it selective hearing, but uh, one day I took a hearing test, and I kid you not, I took this hearing test just out of spite, and I'm like, you know what, let me just do it, and I was told I could not hear higher frequencies uh, by, the, uh, by this right. person, uh, and even lower than the normal Human man, so um, so. There's that. So I was actually laughing at that. Um, In terms of your question, you weren't ignoring your wife. You just couldn't hear. Well, exactly. And that's what I tell her all the time: is like I literally can't hear you because I can't hear those frequencies. And and the person administering this test is like, uh, do you have a hard time hearing women? I'm like. Well, yeah, my wife tells me I have a hard time hearing her all the time, and he said that makes sense because they talk in higher frequencies. So there you go. So I had a chuckle reading this uh, reading this article, but uh, to answer your question, I, I think uh, I, I think yes, if it is uh, an actual issue, then the manufacturer has to adjust, obviously, the firmware or the hardware uh, to combat. To combat this issue right it's sort of a cat and mouse game with anything like this right uh hackers or whoever else will come up with something and as manufacturers we have to adjust uh, for safety reasons right so yes uh somewhat we are responsible for it
1: a couple of years ago i can't remember they they had the same hack but they did it with light like we would shine a laser onto one of these speakers yeah. and oh, with the light waves they could pulse the piezo microphone interesting. somehow interesting. and do the same thing so you can't even see, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to hear it you wouldn't be able to see it just there's a red dot on your your amazon like somebody's taking it out like a well they could use gun, an infrared but... laser too
0: if they're going to be super fancy um,
1: yeah uh, again all this fancy equipment and it just takes a a, a brick that you're a rock off the ground and you just smash it through you the know machine. my favorite
0: part is what they're going to do is they're going to do that and then they're going to have amazon order you something ridiculous in a vast quantity
2: <laughs> i'm waiting for my kids to do that to me
0: <laughs> that might be the number one reason we got rid of it is because things kept showing up in our Amazon cart because my son would be like, "Uh, can you add Lego (laughs) to the cart? (laughs) I'm like, are we buying 15 sets of Lego? What's going on? All right, let's change topics for a second. Uh, This comes to us from Residential Systems and a good friend of the show, Mr. Henry Clifford. Talk less, listen more. Uh, Henry sat down with a vendor, Uh, that they don't do a lot of business with. And he had a bunch of questions as I summarized his whole article real quick, um, about the commercial stuff. The rep kept talking about residential stuff. He kept trying to guide the conversation politely as Henry always does into the commercial space. They kept talking in residential, prompting the article, uh, that hopefully you're reading right now on, uh, listening more and talking less. So go read through the whole thing. It is really, really good. Um, he is trying to adopt in his company, the mantra of talk less, listen more, or talk less is more. Um Frank, and, and, and I realize that I have a director of training and Seth who does software and sales. Um So talking less on a show where we talk the whole stinking time is not super conducive to uh, what we're trying to achieve here. But do we actually know how to listen more, especially in our industry, or are we just really big on listening to ourselves talk? Uh, I certainly well, am.
2: Let's say it goes both ways, right? Um, I personally hate listening to myself talk the entire time, and I'm in a totally different uh, portion of this, right? Because I'm a trainer, not a not a sales guy, even though training is sales, right? <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, people have to listen to me. Maybe fortunately or unfortunately, people have to listen to me. But I always preface uh, each training or each call by saying, hey, listen, I hate listening to myself talk. Uh, If you guys have any questions, let me know. But more so, it's our job as presenters, and I make a point to understand more about who I'm presenting to. So, Seth, what do you do? Matt, what do you do? Uh, What are you looking for? What kind of solutions are you looking for? So I preface it with that way. So at least I can find out find out what are the hot buttons. What are you guys looking for? What kind of products or product categories excite you guys if I'm presenting to you guys, right? So looking at this, again, it goes both ways, but that's something that at least I do uh, because again, I hate presenting to where you guys are not even paying attention because it doesn't relate to you guys or or it's something that you guys aren't even looking for. So again, that's personally something I do.
0: Would you uh, be so kind as to maybe distribute an industry-wide email? (laughs) to every single trainer out there and say, for the love of God, please do this. Absolutely. That'd be great. Not that I've had the opposite experience with multiple trainers, but yeah. All right, Seth, um, when I read this, it, it made me think of almost every interaction I've ever had with a customer who's purchased or worked with an integration firm before ours right we've come in they've done something 20 years ago they did something last week it doesn't matter the number one complaint i always get is well they didn't listen to us they just went ahead and did what they thought was best right i i always take that with a grain of salt in the sense of i have also dealt with more than a few customers who they can tell me what they want all day long but through the course of the conversation I'm able to determine that what they're asking for is not what they actually want to do, or or how they want to use the system, or, or whatever. Um, right. Because they just a lot of times they just don't know. Are we failing as an industry on this? Are, are, are we failing in the sense of we continually don't listen?
1: No, I, I I don't. Well, I don't. If we are failing, then I don't. I don't think this is. Um... You know, isolated to ours, right? Like it, it's going to span industries. Your HVAC guy is going to have the same problem. The plumber is going to have the same problem as anybody in the service industry. Um, and you know, even even in retail, you know, you're 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 going to have to at some point you listen to the customer, and then as a professional, you make a recommendation, and then communicating that back to the customer is kind of like the the key thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think exactly what you're talking about. Your thought process is is the exact thought process that I had. I went back to my integrator days and thought about the biggest job I ever got. And the reason I got it is because the previous guy had come in and had an entire home theater budget and design in a house for some 80 year olds that didn't want a home theater. <laughs> so turns it. out uh, it, all I had to do was not quote them the home theater and I got the job. <laughs> it was that easy. Uh, but it, it, <laughs> that one's still kind of funny these, even today. But um, had he taken the time to listen to them when they explicitly said, we don't want a home theater in this house. Or listen to what they were saying they wanted to do, which was just very basic stuff. You know, they didn't want over the top things. Um, he co- he could have gone in and, and prepped the house and had it ready for whatever they wanted to do, and then gotten the, kept the job, and that and and we wouldn't have gotten it. But you know, it, it would have been a it would have been a very simple simple thing for him to do. Um, and I guess you know, same thing happens with me. I, I've had times where I didn't listen or understand or meet the customer's needs. And, you know, same thing. I lose the job over that. So I, um, but yeah, I don't think we're failing in any kind of way. I think it's, 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 it's not, it's, it's every industry, like listening to customers, interpreting what they're saying. Cause sometimes like, like you're right. Sometimes they're not telling you what the actual problem is. They're telling you what their pain points are. Mm-hmm. And then you have to figure out what out of all of that kind of like decipher through based on what you know about them, what you know about your products and, and, and your expertise, like you have to figure out how to solve it with a solution with technology. And sometimes, and, and sometimes it may not, <laughs> there may not be a technology solution. <laughs> sometimes there's like a, a physical solution mm-hmm. or something that, like oh the solution here is to rip out all of this stuff and start over, but you know <laughs> you don't want any of this is what you're telling me. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't think it's it's industry specific. I think this this definitely spans other to under other industries as well.
0: So so just before we move on from this, one, let me ask you guys both this question: How do you go about explaining to your customer when they when they've asked for something, right? And you know that what they're asking for isn't what they actually want, right? They, they, the way they want to get there is not the way that they should, you can get there, but you got to go a different way. How do you, how do you articulate that to them without making them think you're not listening to them?
2: You give them options. So I typically give options, A, B, and C, and I'll sell the option that I think is the best way.
1: Yeah that same exact answer answer you give them the options that you don't know, put them up front give them this is what you want i really don't think i've you know, been doing this for x amount of years i don't think this is going to work but mm. here it is and then here is um what we really should do and you know a b and yeah. c good better you best. got it
0: there we go problem solved look at that we're solving the world's problems yeah. all right uh <laughs> let's hit our possible last story of the day this comes to us from Uh, CE Pro again, Amazon's map view allows homeowners to better see and control their smart devices. Um, This is something that, gosh, we've been doing from the control side for years. Uh, But uh, Alexa, or sorry, uh, Amazon has now got an Alexa tool uh, that you can put into map mode to show the map of your home and where your devices are so you can more uh, easily control and see where those devices are. Again, go read through the article. It's available right now as a new service in free preview uh, on the most current iPhone and I, a couple of the iPad devices, um, but it's really not outside of the US yet. Uh, so if you're bored over Thanksgiving, you can play with this. Seth, let me let me start with you on this. Um, I, I guess I know a handful of people that have enough alexa devices or smart devices where this would be overly helpful my question is where did they get the map from
1: it's actually kind of cool um you you can do it yourself as a consumer It and they there's another article that's linked in the beginning of that one that has like a little video of it kind of like scanning the room so they're using kind of the technology I, I they have a couple of apps that i've used even years ago that would you would scan the room using the camera and it would figure out the dimensions of the room and kind of Build your floor plan, so they're using something like that, and then you drag and drop um, your devices into the, the respective rooms. So it, it's actually kind of cool how it works. Um, I am not a fan of this. <laughs> not, like, I'm not a fan of it from like not the security standpoint. I just, I think, in my opinion, once you've resorted to a map view for a control interface, you failed, and you should never use that. And I, I will take that one to my grave. It works for Amazon because of what you said, you don't know too many people that have a bunch of stuff. Once you have more than like two devices, this does not work. And if you're a type of person who can't look at your floor plan of your house while you're building it, which a lot of my customers were, uh, and you can't relate that to what physically exists around you. um, Like I could do that. I was in the industry. I was construction industry. I had to look at a plan and relate a 2d drawing to 3d all the time. Mm -hmm. Many, many, many people can't do that. Many people get lost on the road by looking, you know, at the GPS and not being a map, not be able to figure out that. So, to me, this is like, it's not a very good user interface. It exists. I understand why it exists. It seems like it's easy, but once you have more than a couple of devices or you're controlling a couple more than like one camera in this room and a light over here in this room, like it, it gets junked up and you can't fix that. You can't fix that user experience. So I'm not a fan of map view in general. I think it's a, kind of a failure, a fallback failure of uh If I were to guess, point. I would
2: assume that this is probably made for the end user who is not very technical at all. Maybe based upon their... Oh, oh, you don't know. say.
0: <laughs> do you see any... Frank, do you see any concern with this from a... Uh, any point of, you know, privacy concern with Amazon having a floor plan in your house? Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> There's no doubt. I mean, listen, it's, it a cool idea. Yes. Would I want a floor plan out there on the internet? No, probably not. Right. Just as we were talking about hacking and the guy coming with the speaker. Well, if he's got my floor plan, that's even worse. Right. Cause now he knows where to go. Well, <laughs> you,
1: I have to want, I mean, they're using your camera, right. I have mm-hmm. to wonder if it's more than just a floor plan. Like what if they take a video of this, dump it onto one of their, their fancy servers and it, it parses through and says, eh, that, that desk is looking a little <laughs> There right you there, go. That's... I, 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 and they start serving you more desk ads or you know pushing desk, desk results right. up to the top of that your That computer
2: search. chair is looking a little tired. Here's some options for you.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> it's
1: a little worn out.
2: <laughs> so absolutely to answer your questions, no doubt about it.
0: With, with Amazon being, and I know we're joking about that, but that was the side that I saw as soon as I saw it and saw the video walkthrough of it scanning and highlighting furniture and all of these things I did the, uh, who, and again, I'm not downloading it to, to try it. So somebody else who has way more time on their hands can do that. Um, and preferably send that, uh, uh, legalese to somebody who'd love to read it, um, in the privacy world. But I get really, I get really concerned with the scanning of the space, and thinking about how badly my ads are going to get modified. (sighs) Like, am I
1: being, Seth,
0: am I being tin hat with
1: that? No, unfortunately you're not. Like they haven't, they haven't even, this is what they say they want to do explicitly say, oh, we want to serve more ads into people's homes. Like it's sad that you have to feel that way around a nice piece. Like this is actually genuinely cool. Like it's it's a cool cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give it that. But the, the same problem is it's like, well, look who it's coming from, and I can't, <laughs> I can't trust them. Like I, I understand that a lot of people do, but I don't. Um, what, what is interesting about this particular product and Amazon Alexa in general is that there were just like nine thousand people. Was it nine? No, a few hundred people laid off. Yeah, there were a batch of nine thousand that just got laid off. So the company may have different priorities for this div- particular division uh, in the future. And I mean, it's co- been a completely different look and feel since the the new ceo jazzy took over so yeah um yeah this this project was probably a holdover from the the previous bezos he 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 definitely had affinity for the alexa line and, and all this crazy stuff they were doing so
0: that's true all right gentlemen let's leave it there and let people enjoy their hopefully half week off or week off or or whatever there is.
1: Plenty of time to scan your phone into yeah. Amazon. Yeah, go get on Amazon and
0: watch Fridays coming up, you scan that thing, yeah. maybe you'll get that at for a, a discounted gaming yeah. chair. That's
2: one of the first questions, right? Oh. What's your social security number? Yeah. I'm
0: just trying to get a social security <laughs> number. I don't want to give it away. All right, Frank, if people want to connect with you, learn more about Vanco, where can they do that?
2: Uh, Right on the website, vanco1.com. Email address is franks at vanco1.com. Excellent.
0: Thank you, sir. Mr. Johnson, if people want to connect with you, learn more about BlackWire Design, where can they do that?
1: Over at blackwiredesigns.com. You can check all the stuff we have out there, uh, including our new uh, linear design lighting tool for integrators. Yeah, that's a really cool tool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's, You're welcome. Still
0: working on it. <laughs> it no, it, but it's, it's really nice. I like it. Yep. All right. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving uh, one more time. Happy Black Friday, I guess. Um, but anyways, if you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter or X at Matty Scott and pretty much every other social platform. But more importantly, please visit avionation.tv where you'll find this show as well as a wide variety of other shows with all the verticals that we cover. When you visit the website, please take a moment to check out our supporters. We are extremely thankful for their support and ask that you check them out as well. Thanks again for watching. That's all the time we have for this episode of Resi Week.
1: The network for the AV industry.
2: What are you listening to?
1: This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation.